and welcome to the movie podcast review of Red Notice. My name is Shabazz, and joining me are my two white notices. And that's not because <laughs> oh, you both are white, but it's just because it's another color. All right, Daniel. I don't. I don't, I don't like that. I, just, I don't. Just... I don't. Again, I just want to apologize to anyone we're offending. Uh, right off the bat, you know, we're thirty seconds into this episode, and we have some uh, we have some flags already on the play. So, oh, what what, kind of, what color are the flags? Uh, I, there's no color to them. <laughs> they're clear flags. What is, what is the clear, clear flag they're, mean? They're, it's clear because if it rains, then they don't have to worry uh, about it ruining the flag. waterproof flags. Yeah, they're just plastic. They thought flags. of it. They thought ahead. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Oh wait, wait, Anthony. Yeah, you got to tell us because again, this all builds up to the next Monday episode. Yeah, I'm doing, doing, doing good. Actually, feeling doing well, doing well, as well uh, as I can. I'm be. also, uh, I'm also doing well. Uh, I have a couple red notices I want to put out on about this film. Oh, but uh, we'll get there. Well, we'll definitely get there. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes just like this one on all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also join our Discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. So check out our show notes for all of that stuff below. But before I say anything else, I have my big guy over here. I don't know. Why, I don't know. I don't know what accent I'm doing. You, you talking to me? <laughs> hey, it's the app guy, Daniel. Give us all the latest apps. Uh, I don't. I don't. First of all, not a fan of that introduction at all, at all. Uh, but I will continue on. Uh, one quick announcement I want to drop uh, tomorrow on the movie podcast. We will be having an interview with Leah McHugh, who plays Sprite in Eternal. So we actually have sprite we actually have somebody from a marvel movie on the movie podcast we've made it yeah we've made it as a show well we had you know kate heron who was a marvel movie well cinematic universe director yeah but now we have an actor yeah it's different yeah but voice acting though (laughs) We had somebody whose it's, flesh was on yeah, screen. Oh, very God. true. I don't, I don't like that description at all. Um, but other than that, yes, that's all I had to say. Check out our interview because it's a great conversation with Leah about her role in the film. Um, and yes, look forward to that on Friday. Oh, thank you so much. Again, the movie that we were reviewing today is called Red Notice, and it stars Dwayne The Rock. Well, she doesn't go by The Rock anymore, right? It's just Dwayne Johnson. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber, this movie will be available November 12th on Netflix and in theaters at the Paradise Theater on November 5th. Just the one theater. Just the one theater. That's the only theater that it's getting this movie in Canada. That is ridiculous. (laughs) And thank you to our friends over at Netflix for sending us this movie to watch. Let's get into synopsis, Daniel. When an Interpol issued red notice, the highest level warrant to hunt and capture the world's most wanted goes out. The FBI's top profiler, John Hartley, played by Dwayne Johnson, is on the case. His global pursuit finds him smack 
stab in the middle of a daring heist where he's forced to partner with the world's greatest art thief, Nolan Booth, played by Ryan Reynolds, in order to catch the world's most wanted art thief, the Bishop, played by Gal Gadot. The high-flying adventure that ensues takes the trio around the world, across dance floors, trapped in a secluded prison, into the jungle, and worse of them all, constantly into each other's company. That was so long. And again, this movie also felt so long. But Anthony, give us your first reactions to Red Notice. I'm going to be uh, as frank as I could possibly be. I do. I did not like this film. I do. I did not like this film. This film was... Um, <laughs> I, I like that you said you, could, you want to be the most like frank and clear, but then you said I do and I don't like this movie. <laughs> You're as confusing as the movie. <laughs> I did not like this movie at all. Um, yeah, this movie literally feels like a commercial for an hour and a half or however, however long this movie is. It just because it was a very long movie and it when you hear about the time, you're like, man, this feels like a five-hour film. Uh, but I think it's, what, under two hours? Right? It is an hour and 56 minutes. Yeah. This movie feels like literally a commercial. And everything you see on screen is literally behind a green screen. Chemistry between all three characters are just... Like, like they just do not connect. Um, Ryan Reynolds plays his Ryan Reynolds. The Rock plays The Rock and Gal Gadot plays Gal Gadot. It's like they took their their best elements and they tried to mesh them together and it just did not work. Um, I do not like heist films anymore because this movie is this heist film that um, it just it's just very similar to a Rick and Morty episode where they talk about heist films. It's a heist on top of 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 a heist. And there's this cat and mouse between everyone. And I just don't care for those films anymore. I think they're an old idea. Very, and not even to the sense of like Ocean's Eleven. I think Ocean's Eleven or 12 were like the last best heist films that I've watched or were memorable enough to leave an impact on me. But this movie, and when you hear that, and Shay, you were telling me this is the most expensive Netflix film ever made. It is absolutely shocking that this is, it cost $200 million to make. Like, absolutely shocking. Because <clears throat> it just didn't seem like a $200 million production. And God, like, just the director consistently used this friggin' drone camera to capture this cool looking sequences. Are, they're just they're so annoying because you can clearly see that this camera is on a drone that's whipping through things but it doesn't it just doesn't do anything it just it's a gimmicky type of cinematography use it's just awful awful movie i'm sorry awful movie uh you know it, it's funny though anthony because you know you mentioned you don't like heist movies anymore and i don't believe that. I just believe that we haven't had good heist movies in a really long time or not any that come to mind that makes it just all the more it just highlights this movie just pulls from every other heist movie. It wants so badly to be Mission Impossible. It's a poor copy without any of the style, any of the class, any of just the storytelling or action. You know, you mentioned that drone camera and that was so jarring like it was so jarring that the cuts and the 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 editing of it it just felt so 
just so cut together. And that's the, some of the, my biggest issues with this film. I mean, the story is just it's 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 a story of a, a heist where let's, let's let's keep everyone backstabbing each other, whatever. But so many of my issues with this film and this is this hasn't been something for a while. Uh, I felt like on our show is the actual technical part of the movie. The fact that this movie is so overly blown out contrast wise, everything looks like it's on a green screen. There's it, this movie is so bright at moments that like it was hurting my eyes. And I'm like, they're just outside. It shouldn't be this bright where they are. Like it's, it's very jarring to look at. And it's funny that this movie again has the highest budget of any Netflix film because it truly looks like the movie with the lowest budget. It feels very put together. There's again so many frigging cuts in like one sequence. I think there was like 30 cuts of just Gal Gadot fighting. And you can tell when it's a stunt man. Like it like you shouldn't be able to do that. The director and the film should be able to blend it in so well. This movie is also so confusing. I swear I would blink and I'd look back at the screen and they're in a whole different country and different scenario. And I'm like, whoa, 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 how did they get here? I just blinked. There's just so many moments like that where this movie has no idea what it wants to be. It uses all the low-hanging fruit jokes. It just tries so hard to be relevant, but it keeps missing the mark. And it's painful to know that this is their most expensive film because it shows nothing. It also hurts that, you know, you mentioned the jokes. This movie relies so much on, you know, that unlikely friendship stick that we always see with Dwayne Johnson in all of his movies now with Jason Statham, be it Kevin Hart, be it whoever he's in a movie with. He's always in a pairing with somebody. Now it's Ryan Reynolds. And then this movie relies on Ryan Reynolds to be Ryan Reynolds and come with like the weird, you know, PG 13 ish, like sex jokes, but also swear and be Deadpool. And, um, Again, there's a joke in this movie where it's like, oh, it's, a, it's the saddest place on earth. And Ryan Reynolds is like, oh, your Instagram profile. And like that <laughs> joke just hit a wall. I felt like he was going to look and wink at twice. the camera. He said it twice. He said, no, they said it three times in this movie oh, yeah, because yeah. they break, come back to it at the end of the movie. And it's just like that joke landed like an anchor the first time. And you're making this a reoccurring joke in this movie now. It's just this movie just feels so manufactured by right. an algorithm you know right. it just feels like you know what let's dwayne johnson huge megastar ryan reynolds huge megastar gal gadot huge megastar let's put them in a movie together because they all have great social media like uh, uh presences and let's put them in a movie together and they'll market the hell out of it and again that works and i think this movie is does have a mindless fun element to it but it's just at a point that I was watching and I'm like, this isn't enjoyable. This is just relying on it's doing cheap imitations of what other heist films and other adventure films did so well. It feels like a cheap knockoff. Yeah. Especially when you go, you see that they're going to all these different locations, but then, you know, they'll, they'll show them in these locations and you can clearly see that it's a green screen. So that budget was not used for any of these um, exotic locations because it was clearly a money grab by everyone who's involved. Yeah. Yeah. And the rock literally has no chemistry ever with the woman. So whenever, you know, he's flirting, it just feels like he's trying to beat them up. It's just really awkward. Um, yeah. And, and here's the thing. We want to be honest. We love Ryan Reynolds, but again, this whole Van Wilder shtick, it, it doesn't fly anymore. You need to have more 
it needs to be just a little bit different. Like you're always Ryan Reynolds in your movies and that's great, but it just got to be a little different because it's the same thing. We know what kind of movie you're making here. You're just making the Hitman's wife's bodyguard three, if anything. Yeah. Like that's all this is. Yeah. And that movie came out this year also. Ryan Reynolds, he's, he's really good at like Deadpool, but anything else, man, this guy is like a, is a Groundhog Day actor. Like he's just plays on the same shtick over and over and over again. It's it's actually I don't know if that's good for his career because I don't see him ever leaving this idea of his 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 type of comedy. And it's sad because I want to see him do other things. Um, because I was watching the other night. I think it was I just was changing the channels and he was in Amityville Horror. And it was such a different role for this guy. He's playing a hor- in a horror film. It's more serious. And he's clearly not what we are so used to. And I want to see more of that than what he's just typically used for in Hollywood for the past decade. Yeah, and that's and that's where I'm at too, Anthony. You know, it's it's always the kind of same thing. And like Shay said, like I, I love Ryan Reynolds. He's he's a great actor when he wants to show it. Um, but I think a lot of the roles that we've seen him in in the last few years, the last five years, especially since Deadpool, have just been let's do uh, let's put Deadpool and Samuel L. Jackson together, and now let's put Deadpool and put him in a video game, and now let's put Deadpool and The Rock together. And I feel like he's being cast as Wade Wilson all the time instead of being cast as Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I think uh, it's pretty obvious here what our review for this movie is going to be. But uh, why don't we start off with Anthony? Anthony, why don't you wrap us up and tell us what is your final recommendation on Red Notice? My final recommendation is not to watch it. Even if you paid for it, do not watch what? it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? They wasted your money. You know, when you learn about, like, if you do the research and you figure out, like, man, these all three of them took $20 million away from this budget just for personal paycheck. It's absolutely shocking that this movie costs that much. And it's actually like disgusting because they didn't put no heart in this film and they can, the rock can tell me he did, but he did not because what I watched was no heart. Um, do not watch Kevin, this film. No Kevin Hart. No Kevin Hart. <laughs> There's no Kevin Hart in this movie. Um, I'm right there with you, Anthony. Um, this movie just feels like you said, it feels like a two hour long advertisement for these actors and for brands that they, <laughs> that they push. Cause we literally had the aviation gin and the, uh, the Termana back to back in this movie, which I get it. It's part of their personalities, but it just feels like this movie is existing just to exist. It just feels like content. It doesn't feel like a movie. Um, and that's not including the other technical issues have I have with it. So yeah, for myself as well, it's a skip it. Um, you know, if it's a, if you're looking for something to watch, you're probably going to see this on Netflix. It's probably going to autoplay. Um, turn autoplay off so it doesn't start. <laughs> <laughs> that is That might be the lowest rating we've ever given something now. <laughs> turn autoplay off so it doesn't start. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you guys. It's going to be a skip it for me too. This is just – it was not fun and it was really painful to watch at some points. Again, we are still on the hunt, by the way. I think we haven't mentioned this in a while, but we're still on the hunt for 200 – five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you don't mind taking your thumbs and your fingers and putting them on your screen. <laughs> Thank God you said on your screen. 
and typing in our name in the Apple Podcast app and leaving us a five-star review and also a little comment. We love reading them as well. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Red Notice. Don't forget, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out for our review episodes just like this one on all the latest movies and series. Also, follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Check out our show notes for all those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. We'll be right back.